What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 569th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. I caught so many Axew yesterday. I am still kind of mentally exhausted from that. I, I, it was a very intense day. Speaking of intense, oh, Greg, Greg is here. <laughs> you know, we should have gone to the art park because it didn't rain up at my house at all. We went to Gold Metal Park because Steve's like, let's go there because there's a farmer market. And what did he bring with him? Torrential rainstorms and hail. I got pelted by hail. Ooh. Waiting to find out where Steve had hidden himself. <laughs> the reason I wasn't <laughs> texting you is because I was also getting pelted by hail. <laughs> and I was trying to find a non-hail location. Sounds like y'all should have gone to the mall. We ended up at the uh, mall. We ended up going to the mall, yeah. How okay. the, the day turned from a pleasant <laughs> stroll outside to an absolute mall nightmare. We, you know, we we can't... Uh, Niantic just drops the ball every community day. This time, bad every. weather. Well, it's all because that those cards were stolen. So yes. this is all stemming from that. Also, we're never going back to that BW. That was the worst service we have ever had in my entire life. We got there at <laughs> five. We got food kind of at 615. You were keeping and track. B-dubs. I mean, I was I was doing I was doing lucky trade after lucky trade at the B Dubs, so my <laughs> my time was flying. I will say that that B Dubs was terrible service, the worst, pretty bad. We should have went to Rainforest Cafe. We should have. We could have hopped the fence and gone and visited the rain. But we had, I mean, I felt like doubling Do they still up the rain. Exist? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh okay. yeah. Rainforest Cafe. Oh yeah, constantly has a line at Mall of America. Yep. And they don't even have live birds anymore, which is appropriate <laughs> because those poor birds were literally being tormented by children and the noises that the Rainforest Cafe made. But they used to have live birds. Oh, we should have got hibachi. I always forget there's a hibachi place at. We should just leave the mall and go across the street to IHOP. <laughs> but then we don't get to pay the mall tax. <laughs> Yeah, that beat was a bad experience. Uh, speaking of a bad experience, uh, we're going to talk about TCG Live. Um, yeah, we are. See how I worked that segue in? Yeah, it was a great segue. Uh, we got TCG Live. There's a new Team Rocket collection coming to Pokemon Center. Um, Pokemon Go Fest actually has details. And believe it or not, Scarlet and Raids are Scarlet and Violet Raids are coming back. <laughs> Just Scarlet. Scarlet and Raids. If you have Violet, you're not getting any Raids. Nope. But Violet gets nothing. Scarlet only. Scarlet always wins out. Yeah, they got that Karai down there. Yeah, let's start with uh, TCG Live. I mentioned this last week just for a split second. We had a very loaded show last week, so we didn't, <laughs> we didn't really have time to talk about it. But technically, I think TCG Live was down for like three days. Like um, TCGO ended and then TCG Live went down for like the complete. I think that's how it, what happened or it was down for a little bit. I just hit the migrate button and then I didn't reopen the app. But uh, this is off Pokemon.com. Pokemon TCG Live launches worldwide alongside Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolved. If you're listening to this on Monday, June 12th, Paldea Evolved came out on, I think, June 9th. World Not worldwide, because technically it was already out in Japan <laughs> months ago. You can battle players around the world in Pokemon TCG match matches with the official release of Pokemon Trading Card Game Live, now out of global beta. That was a, 
That was a bad mistake. The game is the latest way to experience mm-hmm. the excitement of the Pokemon TCG. Uh, and its newest expansion, Paldea Evolve. Uh, that's not all. There's a brand new Battle Pass featuring the... Po- Just a heads up, you cannot give this game money. There's a brand new Battle Pass featuring Chen Pao EX and Fortress EX. Players can unlock a deck featuring Chen Pao EX and a base with the basic Battle Pass. Uh, and you could upgrade to the premium Battle Pass to unlock a deck featuring Fortress EX. Battle players online and complete your daily quest to level up the Battle Pass. Earn more cards. How do you upgrade? Uh, when you buy real packs, those codes give you stuff. And then when you just play the game, you get the stuff. I think that I, they're like purple gems or whatever. Um, but you can use the purple gems to buy the battle pass. No way to oh, get the I game see, money. So you pretty much got to like log in every day, play a couple um, matches every day, buy a couple booster packs. And that's that's the that's the currency that you're using in this game. My limited view of reactions to this have all been bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> have not seen a single person happy about this. Not a person is thrilled with the TCG live. <sighs> including this poor person on reddit whose entire life has been ruined because there's not expanded in the game yeah uh i don't have that post in front of me um we don't need to read the post i mostly put in the notes to remind myself because nowhere nowhere is this mentioned that i i will read a cleaned up version of the headline no expanded that's all i play this stinks That's pretty much the first text I got back from my friend after they moved their cards over. The the crazy thing here is that this game was announced and was supposed to release sometime around BDSP. And then yeah. they delayed it. Now just think of this for a second. Remember, just just think of like Pokemon Go. More, but let's let's think of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet where people are like they should delay the game. <laughs> oh, they they did for they this. They did. And they it, did. It didn't get any better. <laughs> they get they delayed this game for over again. I want to stress that this game was supposed to come out around the time of BDSP. That was well. Oh, we've gotten two Pokemon yeah. games since BDSP, and this this is not better. Now, now, dear listener, if you're driving in your car, I want you to pull over and I want you to think about this situation, which is. Remember when people are like, they should take Pokemon Go away from Niantic and give it to somebody else. They should take Scarlet. They should take main series games away from Game Freak and give it to somebody else. They took the Pokemon trading card game <laughs> online <laughs> and they gave it to somebody else. Their own internal company or whatever. Yeah, or they, they gave it to themselves and it's bad. And, and, <laughs> So they changed they changed the developer from Direwolf Digital to whoever it is now. It could be not internal. They're just not revealing the names because they it took them a while to they reveal that. They don't want to that. say that it's Ilka. <laughs> it could be Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they just know. They, they just delayed, know it's going to bring nothing but pain. They delayed this game multiple times and it is terrible. And I do... Look, I... I would never play Expanded because I think Expanded is uh, not too fun. Yeah, it's too fun. And I hate fun. (laughs) So I would not play Expanded. But it is actually mind boggling to me that you have 
so many people who like played TCGO with Expanded. They have all their cards there. TCGO has existed for 12 some years. And, you know, to be completely fair, it wasn't a great product when it first launched. I remember I was there. But to be to force everyone to move over and then we have no clue when Expanded is coming. And so those players don't have anything to play anymore. They just, even if TCGO was still up and running and it was like, oh, you can't out add Paldea Evolved or you can't add the next set. At least they could play something. Mm-hmm. But, and we have, we have no, <laughs> we have, <laughs> it's just what? <laughs> like, even if you're like, ah, TCG Live works, it like, you know, it's a little slower. I, I've seen people say like, hey, I've, I used to be able to do six matches in an hour with T- PTCGO with PTCGL, the new one, I can only do like four, three or four matches an hour because, and that speaks to like just how long everything takes in the game, the animations and stuff. Even if you're like, okay, well, I can still play. The fact that Expanded is just gone and we have no release date of when Expanded is coming, you can't even look at your cards. At least that I could find. Somebody can correct me in like the comments or on Slack or whatever, but like, I traded um, a full art Reshiram for a full art Zekrom because I opened up like two Reshirams when I was like opening packs. So I traded one right before TCGL or T- PTCGO closed and I can't even look at those cards. Like I tried like, like my, my collection transferred, but because they're older than Sun and Moon, I think they're considered expanded. So they're somewhere in my collection, but I can't see them <laughs> physically right now. That's absurd. If there's a mm-hmm. way to see them, the, I, I, <laughs> I have looked top and bottom in a very, li- like, it's like there's a lot of buttons to press in that half. <laughs> yeah, there are. I, am, I have been watching videos of people trying to use TCG Live. It would be more funny if it wasn't heartbreaking that just watching them try to interact i like watch this video of this poor person trying to put a pokemon from the bench into play for 30 seconds just nothing's happening just clicking and pushing and nothing and they're just like and then like 40 seconds later through completely random chance everything reshuffles and the one that they selected goes out front like there's no i'm like (laughs) What is happening? How? You delayed it. You delayed it. I don't un- I don't understand. They should have done the Google thing and just kept it in beta forever. How is this going to look on this? How, how is this going to work on the new Apple Super Goggles? If it doesn't even work <laughs> on a desktop. How am I going to live my life appropriately if... Uh, well, it technically works on iPhone now, so that's technically something. Yeah, that is, <laughs> I mean, that is the one thing that I was excited about as someone who will probably never pick it up for anything other than to put card codes in there. I've never really been able to play computer games. I didn't have a computer powerful enough to play computer games of any sort until the last year. And so I'm grateful that it's on mobile now, but it doesn't work. So that doesn't help much. <laughs> I mean, we almost got there. Here's the thing is on the thing you could play it on. It's not playable. <laughs> Ignore that part of it. 
I do have a, a little bit of side news related to this because I was uh, I was perusing Pokemon Center and we'll get to that a little bit later. But they launched three new hoodies on Pokemon Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the they did. Pokemon trading card <laughs> game live red pullover, blue pullover, yellow pullover, which I feel like you're kind of stuck buying the pullover where that is a, your Pokemon Go team. Yeah. No, those are the Pokemon Go colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like- I, I When I first saw them, I thought, why is there another set of Go? And they yeah. don't have the logos on them. And then, like, and oh, then you read the it. CG. And I'm like, <laughs> they use the same colors? Y- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, they're, they're pretty generic hoodies. I mean, they... They are very generic hoodies. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know the quality, but uh, for the audio podcast, but it's, it's just like a, a blue, like striped hoodie with a slightly stylized Pokeball, and that's kind of it. And then just yeah. replace the blue with either red or replace the red with yellow. Um, so they are, they are very reminiscent of Pokemon Go. So I suppose if you're Team Mystic, you're kind of stuck picking the blue because if you're walking around with a yellow. Pokeball hoodie, people probably are going to think you're on Team Instinct. Which is the better team. You should just go with your colors that you prefer and ignore what Go is trying to force into But your in life. Go, didn't you go with your preferred color? <laughs> I mean, I did go with yellow because that was my favorite color, yes. Also because it was also the team that everybody else was like, ew, I don't want to go yellow. And I'm like, that is the only way to go. I will say, we have a, we didn't talk about this. We're going to talk a lot about Pokemon Center coming up. Their exercise outfits, their thing with craft. Yeah. Those Rayquaza, the Raymond Quasar shirt shorts are amazing. They're and the so sleeveless expensive. Pikachu shirt is amazing, but they are way too expensive. Yeah. I, I looked at those. They definitely caught my eye. One of the shirts, some of the Rayquaza stuff, but they're yeah. like $100 per piece. They are great looking, but I am not paying $60. For Raymond Quasar shorts. Now, if somebody wants to pay $60 and send them (laughs) to me, I am not going to stop you. Uh, So Uh, my PO box is in my link tree, but they are really, really good. But these these pullover hoodies are boring. Uh, Yeah, they they're only $35, which is like in this economy, a reasonable price for a hoodie. (laughs) The interesting thing here, though is not the hoodie itself but it comes with a digital code so if you buy a hoodie you will get one of each red yellow and blue deck accessory nine items total and you will get 13 in-game booster packs in tcgo unfortunately i don't think you get the hoodie in tcgo but you get you get TCG the- live or TCG? Oh, sorry, TCG live. TGO. Okay, that makes more sorry. sense. <laughs> That's <laughs> how bad these hoodies are. Is they're giving you products for a game that doesn't even exist anymore? Yeah, sorry, sorry, TCG live. So you're getting the most generic deck boxes, coin coins, and sleeves that would technically be exclusive to prove that you purchased a hoodie, uh, and you get 13 booster packs, which is kind of cool. The 13 booster packs is actually kind of cool. I thought also so you, you got the 13 hoodie. booster packs make up the price of the hoodie if you bought them in real life well yeah it would be like 13 times four technically yeah yeah close apparently you're getting specifically you're getting um seven sword and shield 
Seven in total. One booster pack from each of the following. Oh, okay, okay. You're getting one Fusion Strike, one Brilliant Stars, one Astral Radiance, one Lost Origin, one Silver Tempest, one Crown Zenith, and then you're getting um, two of each. You're getting two Paldea Evolve, two Obsidian Flames. I don't know how that works because that's not out yet. And then two Base Scarlet and Violet. Email. Oh, gift code evil yeah. will be on July 14th. Got it. So they will email you separately for the code. That's a little bit of a bummer. I thought the code would like come in like a little card in the hoodie that you. I I, I don't. <laughs> I think it's kind of cool that like they have like an IRL product to relate back. They do this a lot with Pokemon Go, and I I do mm-hmm. like it. Like oh, if you purchase like a Pokemon Go shirt, you're gonna get like the end game shirt in Pokemon Go. I think that stuff is pretty neat. I wish the hoodie was not as generic, but and I wish PTCG Live was uh good. I do feel bad for, you know, we talk about people playing Pokemon Go every day or Pokemon Masters every day or Pokemon Unite every day. There are people who play the Pokemon trading card game digitally every day and Mm -hmm. they have a significantly worse product now. And it's just a bummer. Like, that's where the complaints are coming from. It's like, I don't I I wish it was better because I I played a lot of PTCGO when it lived. Um it was like one of the first games I streamed like daily on Twitch and like it was it, I panic moved my entire collection because I had a really big collection to move. And so like I had I had um I had almost 400 booster packs that I opened last minute and it was like fun to open those and I kept them. There was a lot I had sealed for years because I was like, I'm going to do something with these one day. And then I never did anything with those one day. <laughs> but. uh yeah, it's a bummer. Hopefully it gets better. Um, I don't know. I don't know when that is, right? Like, again, we I was like, hey, they delayed the game. They did. And it's not in a better state. So I don't want to be like, ah, they just need like another six months. I, I don't know what they need. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> but I'm very excited for the Dire Wolf digital documentary that will hopefully come to light that... They tried everything and the Pokemon company was very difficult to work with. And that's why, I don't know, maybe one day. Greg, you you play the Magic uh, digital game? So the biggest problem with Arena is their most popular format, Commander, isn't in Arena. <laughs> they have... That sounds familiar. They have some forms of it. They have like Historic, which is only a 60 deck which is technically oathbreaker because oathbreaker is a new format um it is the the fact that the commander isn't in there has caused controversy but the main reason why commander isn't in the in arena is because commander can use any card from any time and all of the cards that have ever existed in magic are not in arena uh because that is almost an impossible task uh, to go back and try to get everything in. Uh, but my biggest problem with Arena is the fact that Magic is trying to make money off of both products. So they're trying to make money off of Arena and off of physical card games. And the way that they've decided to differentiate them is they added a mechanic that is kind of specific, this alchemy mechanic that's kind of specific to Arena, where you can alter cards that you couldn't do 
outside of the game. And so it's created this really weird dynamic of people who play arena and are used to playing that and play there don't want to go to the card game because they're like, well, I can't play my decks the way I play them. And then the other thing is people who play paper, like I don't understand what this mechanic does at all. It doesn't translate. None of my skills do. There's a lot of people who are like, I mean, arena is a gorgeous product. Like it, it works really well. It's smooth when they put out the things, you know, it's a money sink. Uh, but you can give like two different games. Yeah. You can give arena like real money, right? You can give arena a lot of money. <laughs> Uh, and you can't anything you've bought in person doesn't apply to arena. So anytime if you play both sides, you are paying double for almost everything. So it's really kind of split the magic community in a lot of ways. And the fact that there are now people who will only play arena. Well, that's because, what I think Pokemon was trying not to do. Right. And I, I commend them for that. If if the product worked, that would be great. Uh, I really wish arena I wish they had codes that you had for your like they had pack codes that when you bought a pack, you could put a code in. You kind of get they have some of those things, but not a lot because um, they really do want to make a lot of money off of Arena. And it's really. It's not ideal, <laughs> like it's just not it, it is. I don't think it's been particularly great. For the magic community, I do think the project is great for teaching people how to play magic because you can start for free and you get basic decks and it tells you the rules. There's a lot of rules that I learned from there that I'm like, oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Nobody told me. <laughs> um, but you can't you can get really deep into it and spend a lot of money and then be like, well, I have no money left for paper magic. Uh, this is the only thing I do now. Yeah, that was the one thing I liked about PTCGO is when people would like come into my stream and they would be like, oh, man, I love uh, I collect cards. I should really start playing. I just don't know how to like play or or, or learn. And I was like, oh, just download PTCGO like it. PTCGO didn't look the best. Like it was very mm -hmm. outdated in its style. But um, the like intro tutorial was so good at like teaching you how to play and like yeah. understanding you and walking you through. Um, and the nice thing is like, you can't just make up your own rules in the digital game because it's like, Nope, that's, you, that's not allowed. That's not a rule. That you doesn't can't, happen. You can't play two energies. You, well, I mean, you can, mm -hmm. but <laughs> with specific cards. All right. Well, I mean like what we can only hope that TCG live gets better. Uh, Paldea evolved is out. It's the next big set. Um, we won't go too deep into that this episode, but uh, let's take a break because we're going to talk about GoFest and that's going to be its whole. We're not going to touch on the Team Rockets coming we to will, Pokemon we will, Center? We'll circle back to Pokemon Center. <sighs> we have to circle back to Unite too. You didn't even put that on Yeah, there. we can circle back to Unite. Let's get the, let's get the, go, I think the GoFest stuff is actually exciting. So um, we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. Stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Anything, Greg. Anything. Your products, your content, even your time. Squarespace is the best site for making handcrafted <laughs> websites. <laughs> what handcrafted website are we going to make this week, Will? 
Well, how's about a primer for people who are getting ready to go to South Korea who know absolutely oh. nothing about South Korea? Hey, that sounds good. What what sort of things do we need to include? Because we'd have to have maybe videos. Uh, also, a list of American restaurants that you can find in South Korea because there's <laughs> no way that Steve would ever eat anything. You know, and what makes that easy is Squarespace has a ton of features in which we could have videos. We could have people s- submit an email suggestions of best American-esque restaurants in South Korea. Sure. All of these things can be done super fast, super quick, and super simple using Squarespace. And we will call it South Korea 101. We'll we'll workshop the name. Yeah. You can head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCAST for your free trial. And when you're ready to launch, you can use offer code PKMNCAST to save 10% off your first purchase of website or domain. So you can still, you know, work out what you want that domain to be. You want to build your own website, build your brand, sell your time, sell anything else. Maybe not sell anything at all. Maybe you just want a simple blog post. Yeah. And that, that's cool, too. You can head over to squarespace.com slash PKMNCAST and use offer code PKMNCAST when you're ready to launch. This podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. This year, count on every plate to make mealtime easier without compromising on quality. Every plate recipes include only the highest quality ingredients, including sustainably sourced seafood, so you know your meals will be fresh and flavorful. Looking to carve out more time in 2023? Get every plate and take back the clock with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door, so you can make mealtimes fit your schedule, not the other way around. Choose every plate over takeout to save money while still enjoying quick, satisfying meals. Every plate meals are 58% cheaper than your average fast casual meal. You get more bang for your bite with America's best value meal kit. Here's the thing about every plate is you don't sign up and then just get the same meals every single week. There are I mean, ro- you do. Well, I mean, you could. <laughs> you could ideally. But they're also rotating out a bunch of new meals constantly. Gotcha. Uh, you could also add on stuff. You could add on big old bowl of macaroni and cheese if you want to. I'm still really, really happy with it. Get a dollar forty nine per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and enter code super effective one four nine. So once again, that is everyplate.com slash podcast. Enter code super effective one four nine and you will get started with every plate for just a dollar forty nine. Per meal. And we are back from our break. GoFest. They released some details finally. Uh, I, another detail here that you might have forgotten is you can uh, you can get your early bird special pricing until June 15th. So that's that's coming up. That's the last week this week. That's this week. Yeah. So uh, that's just I, I think you just say five dollars. I think it's like normally 30 early bird is 25 not to mention there's like the $75 worth of add-ons if you want that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure because I've done it for the t-shirt, you can add the add-ons after buying the initial ticket. Yeah. Getting the actual ticket, the $25 or $30, depending on when you buy it, ticket is not very expensive. It's the thing that kind of gets you in there. All the additional costs, including flights and hotels, can be added after that. So... <laughs> I kind of bought my ticket early because it wasn't that big of an investment 
before I could tell whether I was actually going to be able to go or not. There's three GoFests locally, and then there's uh, the global one. So there's a lot to cover. We're not going to cover every single thing, but um, they they are they are breaking the GoFests into biomes, uh, which they've done before. I'm assuming. I don't know if they said this, um, but I'm assuming the in-person events, the biomes will just be separated by physical locations because that's how it always has been for GoFest. Yeah. And then for the global, it will probably rotate on an hour basis yeah. like it always has, which which I think is fine. I think both are great. Like, I think in-person being able to physically walk to the biome you want to walk to and, and hunt there is 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 great. Um, and I think Vegas, uh, I, I know... The media said Vegas was a complete disaster, but the the when it did work, which was after the first three hours of not working, uh, <laughs> after those tragic three hours and it worked fine, uh, the biomes were really great. And Niantic did a really great job at giving you a reason to explore the whole park and the whole biomes. One of the things that I don't think Niantic got enough credit for was there were like eight Pokestops in Vegas that were Spinda Pokestops. And so when you spun them, you would get an encounter with Spinda, but they scattered them all across the park. So it really gave you a reason to be like, oh, I never went over here. Or like, oh, I'm missing Spinda number seven. Does anyone know where that is? And they would be like, oh, it's over by the fountain. You're like, oh, I've never been to the fountain. So like, it was a really great way to get you to explore. And then like, once you were done exploring, you could be like, well, I really want Trap Hinch. So I'm going to hang out in the desert and taste like sand all day. <laughs> Because you're, in- I mean, you were, you were, you were in the Las whole Vegas. thing. Was. <laughs> it's all sand. Yeah, it was all sand. <laughs> I didn't really, man. Leaving the Vegas thing each day and just like being caked in this thin layer of sand that, like, you got in the shower and you're like, where is this coming from? <laughs> the air. <laughs> Your mileage may vary depending if you're in London, New York. In London, in New York, you'll just smell like trash when you get out. Yep. <laughs> New York is awesome because smells are vary from block to block. You'll be like walking down the greatest smelling street of all the food and turn the corner and hit garbage central. It is such a sensory overload walking through that city. I love it. Well, it's, uh, we, we we have an infographic here with the... Uh, the worldwide stuff. So I guess we'll do we'll do that because it's Can I ask a question? Sure. hundred percent. Why are they pushing carping so hard? Because something's who going on with carping. Cares about carping. <laughs> it's who cares? What? Dancing and carping aren't related. But they are. How? They just don't evolve into each other. It's the same thing as like Manaphy and Fione. They both make Fione eggs, mm. but Fione doesn't evolve into Manaphy. I think but those might be a little more related. They are a little bit more related, sure. It's the same thing as, you know, like, uh, you know, Plus of Mine and Pikachu. You know, they're all mouses, mices, mices. <laughs> Still not the same thing. They're all, well, those are knockoffs. So are we, like, excited to have a knockoff Diance? Because uh, Carbink I'm excited that there's something going on with Carbink, because I like Carbink. And there's something <laughs> going on with Carbink in both Go and in Scarlet and Violet, and I don't know what it is for sure. Well, we kind of know what it is for Go. And at this point, they're being very open that Diancy is is the Pokemon you're getting at the end of it. They said the other ones early, right? Like they, 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 like, said, like, Shaman is coming and all that stuff. I'm sure they did, but they also had a Shaman's Flower in the logo for the last one, so that was also 
pretty clear. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a maybe like a who's that Pokemon <laughs> kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like not like uh, why are we surprised that Carbink is here? Like, did you not play a new Pokemon Snap? Like, like was the Carbink not like the thing you took a picture of before Diancy showed up? I didn't get that far. <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I only got that game because I had to get a mouse out of my house. Oh my gosh. What? Yeah, you know. <laughs> Go back in time. I'm pretty sure when the game came out. Here's, here's some trivia. Diance and Carbink share the same category. They're both known as the jewel Pokemon. Diance and Carbink are tied with the highest defense stat of all fairy Pokemon. Uh, Diance's origins as a mutilated Carbink is reflected in a near identical moveset and learn rate. Uh, learn rate. Through it, it learns Trick Room instead of, uh, though it learns Trick Room instead of Power Gym Engine 6. Mutilated? Uh, mu- mutated? Mutated, sorry. You, you know, go. mutilated and mutated. <laughs> I was like, mu- like, that's mean Different. about one of them. <laughs> Which one is it? Find out at the end of this episode. <laughs> So they they are related, but in the main series games, you can find Carbink everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a it's a whole different situation than anything else. And the fact that they are in both Pokemon Go and in Scarlet and Violet, kind of tying Carbink so closely to Dancy and bringing it with all of these legendary and mythical Pokemon is different. There's something. Look, I feel I, like there's something more there. I, I'm sure X and Y would have done it too, except X and Y had a too busy trying to tell an uncohesive story about a giant 3,000 year old man that was locked it up in jail, and then a guy put on a virtual boy and tried to shoot a laser into the sky. Like all of all of that made more sense <laughs> than the plot line of Sword and Shield. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. <laughs> I understand. How a 3,000-year-old man would be forced to be immortal for a mistake they made more than uh, Rose not wanting to wait three hours to solve the the energy problems of the world. Like, come on. Uh, No, Sword Shield made complete sense. Rose wanting to solve the energy problems and can't wait for Leon to do one single battle. Pretty much explains every single American yeah. CEO that can't it, wait yeah, one single I did, day. It, I did hear one person <laughs> linking to a Wikipedia article for a term called long termism, and that made it make a little more sense. Yeah. I mean, but, after the whole Twitter fiasco, Rose made a heck of a lot more sense. But still, <laughs> I still fundamentally don't get the connection of. How he was going to release Eternatus to fix the energy problem that we then catch Eternatus. So did we end their energy? Because rich and powerful people aren't always smart. We learned so, this from Blind Onion or whatever true. the Knives Out sequel is. Not learned it true. from, but but that made a, that point glass, at least. Yeah, Glass Onion is amazing. Here's the question though, and I still don't have an answer. It was heavily implied that Eternatus was running their power. We now have that just sitting in a Pokeball because we had to. And they never sort of address what happens to all of the power issues since we took their power plant away. They're just like, okay, 
hey, cool. They would have figured it out after the. We're fact. going back to Carcoal. We're gonna go burn these Pokemon in fires and pollute the skies. Yes, in New Pokemon Snap, you had to uh, you had to illuminate one Mawile and two Carbinks at the entrance of the cave, and then Diancie will come out of the crystals, and then you have to uh, illuminate her to do some fancy animations. So by that logic, is Mawile related too? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. When a Mawile eats a carbink, the Ma- end result Sableize-y is a carbink. Sableyezy carbinks. <laughs> yeah, get that's you- why it's rare. Yeah, get your lore Sableyes right. Sableyes just digest carbinks. Mawiles transform, mutilate carbinks. Let's say. Don't worry. All of this will make sense when Carbink and Diancie come to Pokemon Masters because it is the only game in this entire franchise that explains anything. Correct! (laughs) Shout out to whoever's writing the stories at Pokemon Masters because you actually have a degree in storytelling. (laughs) They do! (laughs) And they're trying to explain... Right now we're sort of trying to figure out the space-time fun that they brought everybody from Hisui forward. Okay, so if you buy a GoFest worldwide ticket, you'll be one of the first to encounter Carbink. Uh, you will also get the timed research to complete Diance. So hopefully you'll see her in like seven years uh, because they'll do something like find four, five Carbink and then they'll make the other four impossible. And then, you know, you'll I'm still at like spin find five Kecleon and I'm at like three of five right now. <laughs> uh, I have to buy the global ticket, don't I? Yeah, but I don't think there's a discounted price for that, I think. Right? But you do get more if you buy it sooner. So if you buy the ticket below before July 5th, I think. Yeah. You'll get the, you get car, the car bank, bank time reward, which... Timed research. But regardless of that, whenever you buy the ticket, you also get access to special research for car bank during the event, I believe. There will be four habitats rotating. There's a quartz terrarium. The pyrite sands, the mac- maculite, malachite. Malachite. malachite wilderness, and the aquamarine shores. And they're showing four Pokemon for each, but there will be more than four Pokemon. Those are all stones. <laughs> cool for a worldwide event that uh, Heracross is coming back. So in the Quartz Terrarium, you have Pikachu wearing a crown, Heracross. Shellos, the blue one, East Sea, and then Benary. And then the Pyrite Sands, you have Pikachu wearing a different crown. Uh, Trap Pinch, Gibble, and Joltik. In the Wilderness, you all have Pikachu wearing a different crown. Uh, Rose, uh, Roselia. Yeah. And then Oranguru is... Or- that Simeon is not out yet. Okay, I was like, or 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 <laughs> has regional. been out for a while. <laughs> yeah, we figured this out the other day in the Slack um, because Pessimian it felt like they never... would be regionals, but they're not. No, Oranguru's nope. just been out for a while, and Pessimian's just hanging out. He's just okay. All right, and then the Aquamarine, you have Pikachu wearing another crown. These are all different crowns. I think the little gem in the crown is different. I think they're they're like little princess crowns or whatever. Yeah, the gems and the crowns are different colors. They look more like tiaras than crowns, but... You know, I don't know the difference between a tiara and a... I don't know the official difference. They just (laughs) look smaller and more dainty. Oh, boy. Uh, The Aquamarine Shores has Pikachu, uh, Meryl, Gumi, and 
the West Sea Shellos. And this will be right. Gumi's shiny debut. Uh, and will also be East Sea and West Sea Shalas's shiny debut. It will be Joltik's shiny sh- of each other. Shiny debut, and it will be Oranguru. So Oranguru has been out and is getting a shiny before Pessimian even shows up. Yep. All right. For all of you heathens out there, they do not know the difference between a crown and a tiara. <sighs> Crowns are always full circle. Tiaras oh, okay. are always semicircle. In the past, crowns could be put upon both men and women, and typically tiaras were only for women. That process has been disrupted, thankfully. So that's not the biggest. That used to be like the what people always said. Where the difference? The difference is tiaras are always a half a semicircle, and crowns are always a full circle. That's how you know the difference between them. So we have to wait to see the Pikachu models to determine for sure whether they're crowns or tiaras. Correct. Sure. <laughs> although, they, <laughs> although they might say crown, so Niantic yes. just might be wrong. Well, they also call the thing on a Lapras a scarf. So yeah, that's true. They're wild with their. We can't trust. Meanings. We can't trust Niantic with anything. Uh, if you do the incense, uh, which this is like the secret scam of GoFest. is you got to buy a fifteen dollar ticket, but then like in order to like optimize it, you need to have incense running and you need to probably have a couple raid passes and you have like it's a really good scam like you can't just spend i mean you could just spend 15 dollars and not pop an incense but i feel like you're really not getting the most out of your eight hour worldwide is it eight hours a day i think it's like eight yep. hours. yeah look and i am not giving them more money than i have to <laughs> so uh, plus, they give away incense. I still, I'm yeah, sitting. They do give away piles of incense. Yeah. yeah, I have incense. Oh, I still have premium raid passes that I'm sitting on. But if you if you pop your incense during the the quartz terrarium, you will get Hisuian Growlithe spawns, and then unknown unknown is for all of them. For the record, if you pop it for the sands, you get Bishar or not Bishar Ponyard. Uh, if you do it for the wilderness, you get Carnivine. And then if you do it for the shores, you will get Pachirisu. They're really it feels uh, like the Quartz Terrarium is the good one and the rest are like, oh, OK. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, Carnivine and Pachirisu are both kind of hard to get regionals. Yeah, there's a lot of regionals here, like Carnivine and Pachirisu. I, I feel and like in Terrifles? other fests, like I have gotten a bunch of Pachirisus and a bunch of Carnivine. From previous events, well, like, there, there was a that was. Carnivine hurt. has not been in any global event, as far as I'm aware of. Yeah, Carnivine was just Florida and Georgia, and I think like South Carolina, maybe. All oh, right, I went to Florida. Yeah, you that went to would Florida. do it. Yeah, Carnivine is probably the best thing coming out of Florida at this point. <laughs> mm, yep, just about. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I think Carnivine was the special in Korea, actually. I think uh, the Korean Safari Zone, I think Carnivine was the Pokemon there. Um, Pachirisu was some GoFest because I got a million of them and they were very in demand. And I think I actually ran out in Korea because people kept asking me for Pachirisu. And I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I have them until the, I got to a point where I was like, oh, I, I don't have them anymore. Yeah. 
For people who have never been to an in-person GoFest, I think Pachirisu is still pretty rare. Yeah, because no one actually ever goes to Canada. That's, you know. You have to go pretty far into Canada, I think, to get a Pachirisu. Yeah, it's not right on the border. And Canada's yeah. on fire right now, so it's extra yeah. dangerous. The letters are A, D, I, M, N, and O with the debut of shiny unknown M. Could D always be shiny? I guess. I don't know. I don't know what when it would have debuted shiny, but uh, it spells diamond. No, or, it spells Andamon. It's their <laughs> introduction into Digimon. <laughs> True. <laughs> Uh, is the, I mean, that, that, that's the gist for the, the biomes and the Pokemon. Obviously, there will be more Pokemon than just the four we named. Who knows if it will be good or bad? I mean, if you look at the picture, we're seeing uh, 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 the Snorlax and Dragonite and Breloom and Shroomish and Golette and Chimeco. We all love Chimeco. Um, but this is, I mean, like a GoFest at this point is kind of established of what you're getting. You're getting like four biomes. You're getting it's a unknown. big complicated event with a okay, lot of stuff. So this is another chance for everybody who has way too many. Yep. I will take all your shiny Rosalia. When you catch them on, you're like, I got 40 and I don't do them. I will take them all. Oh, and for the global GoFest, uh, they still the shiny have rates are... T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the global GoFest, the shiny rates are only boosted if you buy the ticket. But you can encounter the Pokemon if you do not buy the ticket. Except the incense doesn't work unless you buy the ticket. Yeah. Yes. So the like, incense your incense will work, Pokemon. but your incense will not attract like unknown unless you have a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And uh, I like I'm already exhausted about people complaining about the shiny rate. Like we had this. Which GoFest was it, Greg, where we were at the art park? And I was streaming last year's. Was it last year's? Yeah, it was last year's. So that was when that was when people were definitely complaining the shiny rate was nerfed for GoFest. And then yeah, yeah, I talked to Niantic and then like Polygon talked to Niantic and then a bunch of other people talked to Niantic and they were like, we don't talk about shiny rates, but it was the same shiny rate it's always been. And then, of course, mm -hmm. people didn't believe that because their RNG didn't line up with what it was yep. the year before. Yep. I kind of always just assume I have awful shiny luck and go from there. So anytime I'm pleasantly surprised. You know, the thing I, the thing that always stands out to me is like, like I got, I did get more shinies in the in-person go fest than I did in the worldwide go fest. But I also like played a lot harder. And also I think part of it was the art park we went to, Greg, is like a really great place, but it, mm -hmm. it it doesn't have like 50 gyms, right? It has like six or seven gyms and it, it has, has in in a very small for the small location that it has. It's got seven in there. Yeah. And it has probably like what? Maybe 20 Pokestops, but they're not like clustered together. No, it's like it's like a minute to two minute walk between Pokestop. Yeah. But if you go back to like, you know, German Germany's go fest, like. You're, you you can't walk without touching a Pokestop. Like, there's just... It almost feels like there's double spawns. So, of course, naturally, if you're seeing twice the amount of Pokemon, you're going to get more shinies just because there's there's just more things to tap on and click on in a in a shorter distance. But the thing that always stood out to me is that the, um, the third GoFest, 
because that was back in the first park because Niantic wanted to prove to everyone that they could do it. I remember being there for uh, two hours and not getting a single shiny. And I met up with somebody and in my time with walking with them, they got four shinies. And I was only walking with them for like 10 minutes. And at the end of that day, I ended up getting like five or six shinies at an in-person go fest in in Chicago. And everyone around me got like 20, 20, like whatever. And they, they, I, they had the audacity to be like, well, Steve, are you tapping them and running away and then tap? Like, yes, I know how to play this video game that I've been covering since day one. <laughs> but do you understand how RNG works? <laughs> yep. All about the luck. So, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've been in in-person GoFest and I've had bad luck. And, you know, I've, I've been in in-person GoFest and had a ton of luck. Like when I played the three days in Germany, the first day, I think I got like 25 shinies. And then the third day, I only got like nine. And I was playing just yeah. as hard. Yeah. Um, last year, last year at uh, the Global GoFest, I was playing with uh, two or so other friends. I believe for most of it was just two other friends. And we all played the same amount. They all got, I think, somewhere between eight and twelve shinies. I got one. It's just, it's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the it used to be in Minneapolis. Victory Memorial had the German feel of you can't walk without running into a <laughs> spin because so Victory Memorial Park has tombstones i mean it's a memorial and during the ingress days somebody went through and hit every tombstone which is literally they're literally maybe a foot apart so in one three mile stretch there were 150 stops a lot and like two gyms <laughs> that was the problem with victor there were no gyms there uh and then when pokemon go got super popular everybody in the neighborhood complained um, so Niantic has removed, I think at this point, because they just did another sweep, I think they've removed like two thirds of the stops that were in there. So it is no longer great. I think now Centennial Lakes is the better place uh, for uh, how things are laid out that a lot of people go to art park is is still great because they keep putting up art and you can just go look it's art and it meets your way fair thing yeah, that so sounds really a whole lot more pleasant in my yeah, city it, the best place is just downtown a stretch of very thin park downtown where you just walk back and forth it's fine it's not as nice as an art park on the weekends when right the now, skyways though. were opened all of downtown minneapolis is great because you can walk indoors and Every building, you run into a Starbucks, you're in all these places. Everybody had art. So like downtown Minneapolis is a great place to walk around and there's a lot of stops, but it used to be even better because you used to do it all indoors. You cannot do that anymore. And I have to deal with cars. Um, there are some bonuses for the Global Go Fest. Your lures will last um, one hour instead of 30 minutes. Uh, there will be exclusive field research that will give you Pokemon from different habitats. There will be a snapshot and it'll be a surprise of who I'm assuming it's Pikachu <laughs> or maybe it's Carbink, probably. I don't know. Carbink or Pikachu, maybe. 
Um, and then re- the remote raid pass limit will be increased to 20 a day uh, instead of the five. So if you would like to give Niantic $40 in raid pass money, you are more than welcome to. <laughs> no one is uh, stopping you. It just as a side note, I appreciate everybody who sends me remote raid requests. I'm not giving them money, so unfortunately, I'm never going to accept that. So I haven't I gotten a remote raid thought. request in months. That's probably not true, but very few people try with me anymore. Yeah, I I don't I'm I don't I'm not no nope. This is not going to happen. I, I feel like it's oh, not the same. Nice. I feel like for me, it depends. If I get like it, always kind of depended if I was like playing hardcore as in like i have stardust on i have lucky egg on and then if somebody sent me a remote raid and it was at least a five star i'd be like well yeah because all my things are doubled at this point um and then obviously even better if i don't have the shiny um so i guess i still kind of play that way but before the change i was maybe only doing three remote rip maybe three or four remote raids a week um with the exception yeah. of like deoxys i think deoxys was like oh, i'm i sunk cost fallacy i'm gonna keep doing it until <laughs> i get it, do it all. <laughs> yeah for me remote raids were just kind of if there was a new raid new pokemon not even a new shiny if it was a new pokemon that's what i would use the remote raids for i don't think you're um, alone i think that's i think that's a lot of people yeah um there are some bonuses if you have a ticket you have an increased shiny chance like hannah said you have six special trades a day i don't know if you need the ticket for that yes it says oh exclusive to ticket holders yes you do need the ticket for that okay so it says bonuses i don't know how the six the, the six trades should still be okay if you're trading with somebody that doesn't have a ticket it's just they have one and you have five more to go um there will be the elite collector metal stuff that you can upgrade uh, you will get nine free local raid passes by spinning the discs, and then you will get seven special 7K eggs. But I don't think they've said what's in eggs or raids yet, right? Yeah, what's in the eggs is the t-shirt design. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't, I don't think there's anything about raids or eggs or... Well, like the like, uh, there's no way Gumi's not in like one star, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's... Yeah, yeah. You're... Almost definitely going to encounter very few of those in the wild. And then next year, there will be a community day. Correct. Yep. <laughs> in June, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of the gist for GoFest. I mean, they. I don't know if these details have convinced anyone to buy a ticket who hasn't already bought a ticket because you kind of know what you're already getting with GoFest. But I don't maybe people are on the fence. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know if this convinced you. They have they have made events significantly less exciting in the past. See uh Hoenn Tour. So it is nice to see that this is still a good exciting event. I mean Hoenn Tour I think was great because it was Hoenn. I I Hoenn is my favorite region. The event was not as good as the previous two. True. Unless because the in person event was better. Yeah. Yeah. And the global event was much worse. Yeah. But in this case, it seems like the global GoFest is still going to be pretty good. The ticket is going to add to it. But there is still going to be a pretty good event, even if you don't have a ticket. I think that GoFest is not nerfed, as some people were worried it was going to be. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's smart for Niantic to continue the the in person or the global stuff. Okay, well, let's take one more break and then we'll finish up with the rest of the Pokemon news. Uh, so we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Brilliant. Brilliant Brilliant.org is the best way to learn math and computer science and computers all interactively. Things with computers. You can learn them. Brilliant has thousands of lessons from foundational and advanced math to AI, data science, neural networks, and more. There are new lessons added monthly. I've used Brilliant in the past because I was someone who actually liked doing math in school. I like coming to a concrete answer there. So when I felt like I wasn't having enough of a concrete answer in different things in my life, say at the beginning of the pandemic, I subscribed to Brilliant and was able to just solve a fun little math or physics problem every day. And I don't know, I had fun, I enjoyed it, and I felt like I was renewing skills that may be applicable to jobs in the future. So I would say Brilliant is an enjoyable experience. Well, if you want to do math, and learn intuitively at brilliant.org slash pkmncast. That is our special link. Give it a shot. See if you like it. Try everything that they have to offer. Learn math. Learn about computers. Do all sorts of things. You know, learning new skills is great. So go to brilliant.org slash pkmncast to start your 30-day free trial. And the first 200 people will get 20% off their annual subscription. Happy Pride! To kick off the month, we are running a new special on our Patreon. If you head over to patreon.com slash pkmncast and you sign up at the $5 level or higher, or if you're already at the $5 level or higher, uh, we'll be sending out some stickers. We'll send out uh, everyone's sticker packs at the end of the month. We just gotta get all the addresses and stuff, so... If you are dragging your feet on supporting the show, now is a great time to do so. You can head over to patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. If you sign up, you'll get the ad-free episodes of the podcast. You'll get the bonus episodes of the podcast. And for the next two weeks, we are running the sticker promotion, patreon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. And I hope you enjoy today's episode. And we are back from our break. All right, we can circle back to your Rayquaza shorts here. First, Pokemon Center. This I I, I think this news is not like the most note like noteworthy, but also at the same time they made a press release about it. They did make a press yeah. release about it, and it was in their email. And I'm like, so okay. I, I was like, usually they don't announce things ahead of time for Pokemon Center. They just put stuff up, and then it sells out, and then people are like, ah, oh, I missed it. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like a really cute like Pokemon gardening doormat and like their whole garden set went up and then the doormat sold out like instantly. But they like never put a press release about that. Or... No, they just. So it's interesting. This is off Pokemon.com July 7th blast off with Pokemon Center's Team Rocket HQ collection. Uh, rocket into fashion. Uh, rocket into the fashion spotlight with the streetwear collection directly inspired by the Pokemon's world's most fabulous villainous team, the Team Rocket HQ collection channels the team's rebellious spirit into styles with more than 30 mix and match pieces, including oversized t-shirts, jackets, reversible quilted vests, loose fit jogger, joggers, hot, hats, socks, more. 
Whether you're a new recruit or have been stealing Pokemon from twerps since the early days, it's proud to it's time to proudly proclaim your allegiance. It's coming soon to Pokemon Center. And they show they show like two hats, what looks to be a red hoodie, um, a vest. I don't have one of the hoodies been. turns inside out to turn into a, a satchel, a fanny pack. Yeah, that looks like one of those like rain resistant yeah. things yeah. that you like pack. I've never been a vest person. I mean, the vest is cute. It's a cute quilt. Anna seems vest. like a vest person. Me? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, you're a vest yeah, person, 1, aren't you? How many vests do you own? I, two. Kind <laughs> well, of. there you go. More than That's anybody more, else. They're completely different sorts of things, though. <laughs> one of them's super... <laughs> one of them's super fancy, and one of them's like a outdoorsy blends into the forest yep. kind of thing. Yep, Hannah's a vest. What? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. All right, I guess I'm called out for that. I'll take that. <laughs> so, are you getting the D Rocket vest then? <laughs> no. Are you going to add a third vest? I generally don't like dressing up as villainous teams, Correct. depending on the villainous team. Of course, but Team Rocket generally doesn't have things that I want to associate with. There are some villainous teams that do, but not this one. It, yeah, I'm. Uh, they haven't. S- I also feel like when they have like these collaborations, they they say they're this is a streetwear collection, and there's thirty yeah. pieces. Um, maybe it's not a collaboration. Maybe they just. Uh, it doesn't seem like a. It doesn't co- seem like a collaboration. Upfront with it. Yeah, I don't, it just seems it, like they're trying to really go all out. But they uh, Team Rocket stealing car banks. <laughs> sure. That's why they're so rare. That's why they yeah. have to market them as rare Pokemon. Yep. yep, we've cracked the code. But they they there was just a um yeah Zavi. I was gonna say so Zavi, which is a I I don't I don't. I, they just sell like geeky merchandise. I I feel like they're like the the budget think geek. Like I just went to Zavi, Z A V V I dot com. I just went to Zavi right now. Pokemon the Team Rocket thing is on their homepage, and they have a Team Rocket collection. They have shoes. They have like a shirt with Meowth on it. They have a hoodie. Um, there's but like this a little... is a different Team Rocket thing. Yeah, it, it is. That's why it was a little yeah. confusing to me that the Zavi collection has been yeah, up yeah. for about a month or two, but now they're doing another Team Rocket thing on Pokemon Center. But like, also, nothing is corresponding with Team Rocket. It's not like we're getting like, let's go Pikachu two, let's go Eevee two. Like, <laughs> just <laughs> there's just like nothing collaborating. It's just more Kanto. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's just a little weird that. There's like now two Team Rocket collections this year alone, but there's no, yeah. <laughs> it's like no game to line it up with. It's, I mean, I feel like, I guess you could argue the shadow stuff in Pogo is like slightly. I mean, there's really, like some shadow stuff. I also feel like, you know, the end Team of Go the Rocket. anime in, in, uh, saying goodbye to Team Rocket in the anime. This is like, cap- I mean, they lean into that a little bit. They lean into Team Rocket like they lean into Gen 1. It's yeah. the one that, represents all the rest yeah yeah now, if any guess. of this was rainbow rocket instant sales but it's regular rocket right who cares it you know there's 30 better... pieces greg there's some there could be rainbow pieces. we haven't seen all 30 <laughs> pieces if there's a rainbow rocket thing in there i may consider purchasing it 
They said, oh, I mean, they said streetwear, so like oversized shirts and stuff. That makes sense. I'm not, I have never been on the oversized shirt phase. I like the, the slim fitted stuff, but weird, weird to like announce it though. With a kind of a dressed up press release where every R, capital R, <laughs> is highlighted in red. Someone definitely put the effort in. Yeah, they, 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 they sure did. Pokemon Center still has their collaboration with Kraft, uh, which is what, like, the one step away from being close to Lululemon when it comes to fitness mm-hmm. gear. I, I don't know. I, I got the I got the Kraft hoodie and the Kraft jogging pants as a as a gift. I don't remember what I I, <laughs> I feel bad now. Excellent hashtag ad. I don't know what what collaboration I did, but they they sent me. They were like, I'll pick some clothes out. And I was like, can I pick the craft? And they were like, yeah, like, okay, I'm going to pick the craft. They're okay. I don't like love them. They're they're nice. But I have they're... a friend who got the Gardevoir jacket and really enjoyed it. Yeah. I guess my complaint is it's more fitness over function. Like they, it is very, you got the fitness stuff right. But man, the pockets are bad on the joggers and the pockets are bad on the I'm not sure they got the fitness stuff right either. (laughs) It's definitely a style. I'm not sure they hit it completely on the head. But the craft—if you go to like—if you get craft without Pokemon on it, it is still expensive. Like, like Mm -hmm. for for our Mm -hmm. listener, the 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 craft Pikachu joggers here are ninety dollars. This craft Pikachu jersey is a hundred dollars. Yeah. So it, it's not cheap by any means. No, well, maybe in this economy. Also, yeah. why do you need pockets on joggers? You're just using them to jog. If you want to, you know, put your like house key, wallet, in. keys, phone, keys, yeah. phone. You you not jogging without your phone? <laughs> I'm excited. I'm focused, for... I'm focused on exercise, not distractions. Never gone on a run with a Pokemon Go Plus and your phone in your pocket and catching your those Pokemon on? as you're running down the block. Heck no. I am there for the pure adrenaline of exercising and taking care of my body. (laughs) Actually, I have a bunch of shorts that I just purchased that have no pockets, which is a little unusual. I was like, oh, they don't have any pockets. So I can't put, I do carry my phone with me. Um, Yeah, get one of those. uh, uh, The world I'm used to living in. I used to put my headphone into my pockets. Yeah. They don't have any pockets, so I just carry them. And I don't take my keys with me anymore because I, why? <laughs> I can always get my husband's home. He doesn't leave the house. I just knock. I don't know. I, I, I don't think I would, uh, I don't think I would, I would buy any of the craft stuff with my own money. They are good designs. And I think the A shirts have slightly better functionality than the other, but. They are way too expensive. They're just yeah. I really want the no jersey reason. that looks like it's straight out of the Hunger Games, but I it's a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw somebody wearing a hoodie on like a TikTok I really liked, and I reverse looked it up, and I saw it was like Lululemon, and I walked into Lululemon at Mall of America, and I immediately walked out. I found the hoodie. <laughs> it was a hundred and sixty dollars. And I was like, I is it one hundred sixty dollars at other locations? Do we uh, wonder? Oh, I don't know. I mean, Mall America tax is usually like five to ten dollars more. Cranks up them prices. 
But I'm going on lululemon.com and I'm looking up hoodies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, what's our uh, next hoodies and sweatshirts? Ooh, I'm getting, I'm narrowing in. Okay, as you narrow you know in, it's called. Oh, I don't. It was, it was gray, and it kind of looked like it was like woven. Well, they have a, they have a gray city sweat pullover hoodie. That's uh, on, and that's one hundred and twenty-eight dollars on their website. One hundred thirty dollars for a hoodie is still a lot. Yeah, and this is all recognizing that. The way that clothes are made, they should probably be more expensive than they are. But the way we all have money, we don't have money for that in general. <laughs> it's just, yes, clothes should cost more. But we all know that a lot of the times clothes do cost more. That cost is not going to yeah, the places right, right. it should. I mean, I used to work in retail. And the standard retail markup on all clothing is 400%. That's why when they are like 50% off, it's mm -hmm. still a 200% markup. Um, so like, it's weird because mostly it is quote on it, you know, the quote unquote markup, it has nothing to do with the cost of making the coast and they could definitely pay everybody a lot more and still make the sale price, but they mark it up so high so that they can always have things on sale and it always seems like a bargain and they're still making 200% what they paid for it. Uh, if you if you watched any of the summer games coverage, there was an IGN interview with like this new like switch attachment thing where you like put your switch into what looked like a dock and then it had its own controllers and stuff built in. And the whole like gist of it was like you could change out the sticks and then like, you know, you like you could have like a taller stick, like the little joystick or a shorter one or a wider one. So like the controller housed your switch and it gave you better shoulder buttons and stuff it was really cool it was like a 60 dollars product and they were showing it off in like an ign interview and the guy from ign was wearing a 1200 dollars shirt because we reversed looked that up and i was like maybe i should work at ign they're clearly getting paid very well <laughs> to be sitting in an interview with a 1200 dollars t-shirt and or maybe that was just given to them, but but I feel like I feel like I should be disclosed that that's an ad or something like that, right? <laughs> I mean, only you would look it up. Everyone's no, like, like oh, Twitch that's chat a cute looked shirt. it up because I was like, man, that's such a unique shirt. Like it, it was like it wasn't just like a t-shirt. It was like the how it was like woven, and they they looked it up and they found it very quickly. Um, and I was I mean, like, oh. the person also could just be rich and working at IGN because they don't really need money. That's true. That's true. It was a good interview. And like the, the shirt didn't, didn't mean the person was a terrible person. It was like a very good interview. <laughs> just added to the ambiance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of ambiance, uh, Chestnut has some ambiance, maybe. Uh, hey, they fixed raids. Uh, they said here the event was previously canceled due to errors. The errors have been resolved, so the event can be held again. We apologize for the inconvenience. It took them about 20 days to fix the raids. Uh, Chestnut with the Mightiest Mark will return Friday, June 16th to Sunday, June 18th UTC time. Chestnut can not be encountered in Paldea normally. It will be Terra type rock. You can only catch one if you've already caught a chestnut. There's nothing different here. You still can only catch one. Um, you can still do chestnut raids if you want to, um, to get terra shards or rare candy or whatever else it drops, ability capsules. 
Bottle caps. Bottle caps. So yeah, you can you can still grind out chestnut. Um, it's not a terribly difficult raid uh, because chestnut doesn't reset its own stats. It does reset your stats, I think, once or twice. Yeah. Um, but I would recommend bringing grass Pokemon. I have I, I had a whole YouTube video up on this um, of different grass Pokemon you could bring. They're all good. They're all really great. They all like chestnut barely can do any damage to a grass Pokemon. Um, if you can only build one, probably Appleton is is the way to go. If you don't have a lot of time and you're like, give me the one Pokemon I should bring. Ellie Appleton is really good. Um, my video has the uh, the Appleton and everything. If you want to be really fancy for Chestnut, uh, you can bring in your Arceus. I don't know how many people have a spare Arceus. You can give it a grass plate. You can give it like Apple Acid and just a grass move. Not Apple Acid. I'm sorry. Acid Spray. You can give it Acid Spray and then just like any grass type move and Arceus will be just fine as well. If you want to be super fancy there. Uh, Great Tusk and Iron Treads also returning. So a lot of people didn't even get a chance. figured it out. (laughs) A lot of people (laughs) didn't even get a chance to do this. It lasted a solid like 10 minutes before they (laughs) started panic pulling. Uh, It will also return Friday, June 16th to Sunday, June 18th. These will be five star raids. They're not dropping anything too special, but if if you didn't have people to trade with, but you still have Nintendo Online, you can connect to the Pokey Portal and see the other raid and then join the other raid. Um, or you can do that invisible trick <laughs> and co-op play invisible and have the other person spawn it in for you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Still unsure if that's intended. I don't know if that's a bug. But yeah, uh, those are coming back. That's cool. Uh, if if we if we look at the calendar, it would make sense for Delphox. Well, Delphox was supposed to be next, according to like Pokemon Home. Um, so it'd be it would make sense for Delphox to show up on the twenty third through the twenty fifth, and then show up again on the thirtieth through the second, because the second weekend would be NI- NAIC, the Pokemon International Championships. Having Delphox repeat during an event, but not having it debut when there is no event actually does make sense and lines up with the calendar. I don't think they've ever had a seven star raid start like during a tournament weekend. It's always like the tournament weekend's always the second time it comes around. Although I, I don't know. I don't know if people care as much for Delphox and Rillaboom now that you could just move those in with Pokemon Home. Like, I, I, I genuinely don't know how many people care about the mightiest mark versus I just want to do this because I want this Pokemon because I can't get it because home is not there. I just want it in a Pokeball that's not po- a Pokeball. Yeah, so you, I would, just you want would still them do in, it. I do them in, because I want them in luxury balls. And it's like the only way to do starters that are not in a Pokeball since we don't have a Pokeball switch machine yet. <laughs> Yeah, and it, what's what's funny is I think I think everyone speculated or guessed that Delphox would have been fairy, um, and I think it's going to end up being fairy, and it would have been probably the toughest seven star raid up to this point. When when I say the toughest, you know, raids will vary depending on your play style or if you're playing with people and stuff, of course. But um, because it, if if it ended up being fairy. And it has Psychic and Fire as its primary type. So Fairy is weak to Poison, but because Delphox is Psychic, Psychic is super effective. And then 
Parry is also weak to steel, but since Delphox is fire, um, it covers both its weaknesses really well. So that's actually why Parry makes sense. It also gets Fairy-type moves. <laughs> but at least currently in Scarlet and Violet, there wasn't a lot of really good Pokemon that countered that. Um, the one that came to mind was Stun Tank, uh, but it doesn't hit super hard. Like, like it's still a, like an okay counter, but the the psychic can't hit it because it's dark. Um, but now that Pokemon Home is here, we have really good counters. We have like Dialga and Hisui and Gudra. Like those two come to mind, and like they're just they just they they're just push over Delphox. They're just they're just so good against Delphox. So it's 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 a little disappointing that we had like maybe a raid that was like could be super challenging i i, I guess it would be frustrating for randoms because um, probably randoms would struggle with it the most but now because now that home is here we have a lot of good counters for a potential fairy fire but at the same time i don't know who maybe maybe delphox won't be that popular because you could already move your fennekin in yeah, it'll be interesting to see how much it changes up, how many people will still be doing these raids now that home is connected. But I do there think are still the, reasons. the Delphox was supposed to kind of line up with Fennekin Community Day, too. I think if there was not the yeah. chestnut issues and you look at kind of the, the, the speed they were doing, whatever. <laughs> you know, issues happened. Apparently, they fixed them. Maybe they can fix the frame rate next. Before we wrap up, uh, Greg, you just want to talk about Leafeon real quick? Yeah, Leafeon is here in Unite. Uh, Leafeon is a speedster. Um, some people are arguing that the abilities it gets at level four are overpowered. Uh, I don't I don't know. I think it's too early to say that it's overpowered. I think Leafeon is really good. Um, but the fun thing is, Love fun. is if you manage to get all five evs on a team the game says congratulations on your coordination and gives you a special splash page with fireworks oh that's cool all of the evs in game get a special ev link boost so each one gets a unique increase like i think umbrand gets a one percent increase to its like hp like a competitive advantage yeah tiny a tiny competitive <laughs> advantage <laughs> And then when an Eevee scores a point, all the Eevees say a little heart. Super cute. That's really cool, That's actually. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, they did it really, really well. So there are now five Eevees. You can play a team of all five. Um, it's interesting because Glaceon, is Glaceon and Espion are still really super powerful in the meta right now. Um, and so, like... A lot of people are playing those. And while Umbreon isn't the best defender, it is a solid defender. So playing a team of all five Eevees is actually a pretty decent configuration. The only thing you're missing is support. Um, but the season just reset, so people don't understand how to do... Like, the season reset today. So if you want to jump in Unite at the start of the season, it reset today. Um, so aka wait a week for all the right try hard people to get all the people are going to go up um but uh leafian is really is a really good speeder speedster it's passive chlorophyll means that it runs faster that's the speedster part of it um so it can move in really fast 
all of its movesets are really good. Some people are arguing that its uh, Solar Blade is overpowered to get at four because it does do a lot of damage. Um, but I've also like every time I've been in battles with Leafeon, that thing dies in an instant. <laughs> like if anybody gangs up on it, it's just shredded paper. Um, and the th weird thing is, is it does have to get close because it's a physical attacker and not a special attacker. Um, so I don't I don't necessarily buy that it's overpowered right now, but it, I think it is rightly powered for where the meta is at. But uh, go play. Try to get a team of all five EVs. It's super cute. Mm, cool. Uh, well, I think that's our show. Uh, we will be back next week. Uh, and I guess we'll, uh, we'll have an update on Chestnut. I don't think anything will change, but maybe there's something cool about the Great Tusk Iron Treads. I doubt it, but uh, we'll see, I guess. And uh, I, they didn't say when the Team Rocket collection is coming out in Pokemon Center, which is a bit of a mm -hmm. bummer, but um, I'd be curious of what those 30 pieces look like. <laughs> that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's a big collection. So uh, I went to the Pokemon Center and it was it had a banner on it. And I think it said it's coming within a week. Yeah, I saw but the banner, I, too. But if you click on it, it just takes you click to it. It doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, It doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> so they actually give dates. I'm like, OK. They have like cool. a promo on Pokemon Center right now where if you order a bag, you get um, like a free another bag. Yeah, you, get a free <laughs> <laughs> you want a bag? Here's another bag. <laughs> You get a bag for your bag. Um, it's like a grocery bag. It's like a reusable grocery bag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always forget to put them in my car. So it's like I get there and I'm like, ah, I forget my... I have a tiny one. I have a teeny tiny one that I just keep attached to my keys. It's great. Oh, that's cool. Anyways, thank you for listening. Uh, if you use... Uh, it, tell us in the comments on YouTube your favorite reusable grocery bag. And... Uh... <laughs> Hey, uh, Greg, you uh, launched a Kickstarter. I did. I launched my second uh, tabletop role-playing game based off of the wonderful Scooby-Doo cartoons. It's called The Mystery Business. Uh, it's on Kickstarter Live right now. Uh, go there, learn all about how the game is played. Uh, it's been super fun in all the playtests. Uh, so I'm hoping that it will get funded. It's going for 30 days. It ends on July... Fifth. Uh, we'll have the link in the show notes because I don't think there's a. Unless <laughs> Craig wants to read off the entire. No. <laughs> Pull over go in your car. Go to Kickstarter, <laughs> search the mystery business, and you will find it. Kickstarter's search engine is so bad. You have it to is like, horrible. You have to like but, know it exactly. And that is it exactly. The mystery business. Although I did get it to work by just doing mystery business because. Is the only one called that, which is why I picked that name, because it's literally nowhere else. Good SEO. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you, Greg. We will be back next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective. Going to Kickstarter to check out the mystery business instead of playing Pokemon TCG Live, because one t sounds like a significantly better <laughs> tabletop experience than the other. Super effective. Mine works.
This podcast is brought to you by Patreon. A huge shout out to our producers of the episode, starting with Stephen, Kay, William, Tony, Stuart, Ryan, Nate, Matthew, Bovine, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Jessica, Greg, Courtney, Chris, Brian, Anthony, and our executive producers of Spencer and Brady. Thank you so much for the continued support. If you too would like to support us on Patreon, you can head over to patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. That is patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t. And you can sign up to get a bunch of rewards, including having your name read at the end of the episode. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.